Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Thank you for listening and calling. Thanks to Todd Furman. Thanks to Connor McKnight for a great McKnight at the movies. Thank you, Adam Abdallah. And the Char Dog, Charlie Bevins. Adam's on tonight, 7 to 8, after Bears Weekly, which will follow Waddle and Sylvie. And the boys are here now for Crosstalk. What up, fellas? We, I did hey, not know you? about any of the information that was given to us upstairs. What was the information? About Yerk. About the fast? I yeah. didn't know anything oh, yeah. about this. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it yesterday. And when we started the show today, we talked about it because Yerk goes down to... Now he's got about seven hours left. Is he cranky at all? Not at all. He's oh, been wow. fabulous. He was a little cranky. He's too tired to be cranky. I asked Charlie. I slept well. Did you? Good he yeah. looks. You look great. Uh, seven hours, right? Uh, T team, team minus uh, six hours and 58 seconds and counting. And then, then you're going to eat two, like you're going to one. the electric no, you chair. You can't do that. Stay, you can't do that. You got to be. So, you do you, you know what your it. end of fast is going to be? Did My you end say of it? fast is going to be chicken soup. Chicken soup. Perfect. Chicken soup is going to be the end of fast. Perfect. And then when you go back to eating somewhat normal? Tomorrow morning, I'll have four eggs scrambled. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's not yeah, bad. Four eggs? Fine. Four eggs scrambled. Okay. Any four bacon scrambled? No bacon strips, no, no. nothing. Just with that's butter. That's you probably want to wait on. Whole okay. butter. I don't even want to put bread in me yet. No? I'm going to wait a little bit, right. put a little bread in. I, asked, I might need it. I asked Charlie if, if he's ever fasted. Tyler goes, no, he's just forgotten to feed himself. <laughs> That's a good line, Tyler. That's pretty funny. Chardog's slimming down a little, right? He's Poor Chardog. Chardog's in a dry, yeah. had a dry January. Aren't you dry, dry January? January? Yeah, I told Tyler and Abdallah since Thanksgiving I've lost, I think now, 14 pounds. That's wow, good. Yeah, it's a good time to do it, too. Oh, boy. Wow. Before you get to Christmas, because Christmas can be a cruel Oh, dude, I pick mistress. out Thanksgiving holiday. to Christmas is a tough stretch. I got I got yeah. no chance. I mean, I eat cookies. You guys sweets. are bound to, to make a fella feel a little guilty for eating and drinking. Wait, I got no, over it. I just no, got no, over it. No, no, no. Did, did you get over it? I just it? got over it. Pretty quick. Don't worry. Guess what comes up, uh, you know, for, for us Catholics, comes up in February here. The Early. The Lenten season. Lent is here. Lent will be here the first what week What are you guys giving up? Nothing. Well, you're giving up Lent. I'm doing my giving up. No, you're going to sacrifice a little bit. I, well, I try to not eat meat on Fridays. I'll I, do I, chocolate, you know, candies and stuff like that. Danny's office will have plenty of chocolate now during the whole month of Lent because uh, I, I used to go in there and just raid his Nestle's I bars. I just know the good Lord would not want me to not have some alcohol over the course I, of that time. I believe so. the same it's thing. Yeah. He's a very forgiving he's a very God. very forgiving man. And yes. I, I, uh, are you sure he's a man? Uh, and, very forgiving God. And there you I, go. uh, <laughs> I feel that uh, the good Lord will forgive me. Yes. I live a pretty... Yes. Uh, I'm a pretty I'm what? a pretty decent person. Right. You, you know, you're, you're nice person. to be kind to people. I'm kind. You treat people with respect and dignity. And the Lord will forgive me when I get to the pearly gates. He's not going to be like, remember that time He's you had meat? He had nine nope. strows, yeah. tall boys. Yeah. You remember that time you had a Friday bunch of whiskey on went. Good Friday? <laughs> Do you guys remember? Was that wrong? Should I not have done that? Do you remember Warner Wolf when he said, yeah. let's go to the videotape? Yes. That's yeah. what the big guy and God will be doing at the pearly gates. Let's yeah. go to the videotape. You think so? And then boom, they'll play the videotape. I think the, I think the, that's probably the least of our worries when the videotape button is hit. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't think you it's think that. Oh, yeah. on Friday. Yeah. Big George Michael like, sports yeah. machine out there. there. And there's Carm just tipping on, you know, two fingers of bourbon. I mean. It's like, like, okay, come right in. Yeah. I'm standing behind yeah. him. And he's like, get out. The headline will get read, out. blatant disregard for Lenten season. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. 
I used to give up pizza for a lot of years. I stopped doing that. Yeah, you know who got years pissed at you for that? Who? Is, uh, Bill Jacobs. Bill sister, Jacobs yeah. at peace would peace. always get so... He would text me all the time. Why is he giving up pizza? He's like, enough with giving up pizza. It's National Pizza Week, by the way, too. This week? This week? I don't where, know where yeah, the pies? Where are the pies? Anybody? Yeah, we well, got, we, we should make some pies. cottage well, well, pizza right be, now. You wouldn't be able to eat them. Tomorrow I can. Well, tomorrow's not here. Yeah, maybe for tomorrow, but even... Who's not here tomorrow? Should we do pizza tomorrow? Sure. It's pizza week. What do you mean? Well, you said right now. Boy, I, my well, son and I said, right right to notify people to send them tomorrow." We ordered a pizza for the, the cranky night game on Sunday night. I, yeah. we div- I went after that thing. Yeah, did you? Sylvie would have been proud. That's of what we had oh, la- we, last we night. We crushed it. And I had on my half. I had sausage, sausage, fresh basil, Ooh. mushrooms, and some jardinier. Oh. Hello. Oh my God, it was good. It well, gave you a ring of fire. Didn't I it, went. Though? Uh, yeah, the, well, it I felt that I was yeah. burping up a little yeah, bit at oh, night. Yeah. I mean, I went after that thing like you wouldn't believe. How about the back end? No, yeah, it was all right. It was Shoot okay. it out like, like a machine gun. Little, little, uh, no, I'm saying you, you have too much jardinera. You, you'll get the ring of fire. Oh God! <laughs> oh, you could. Yeah, you're oh, right. Yeah. It's like I love. Yeah, it burns, I like, burns, I, burns. I love a good you know a, you know plate of nachos with jalapenos on it. Yeah. But the next day, it can hurt a little. I love turning there on pizzas. Do that to you? No, not like this. But it doesn't create the ring of fire. I know, but he's like, you know what? I ate too many pretzels. I gotta. I I really have to go. I had a wheat bagel. You should have saw him two days ago rush into that bathroom. Oh god! (laughs) Right when he gets here, and he looked at me. He goes, "That was the best dump I've taken in six weeks. Perfectly double tapered. Yeah, wonderful. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) what a dump. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) We're so gross." Did you hear, by the way, we had, uh, I, I thought he was uh, pranking us, so I didn't under I didn't hear the comparison between him and Buffalo Bill. Carm, you didn't hear this yesterday? No. We had a caller, oh, loved it. We had a caller that Meller and, and Waddle thought w- was a spitting image, uh, at Buffalo least vocally, Bill. of Buffalo Bill. And of course, who was his favorite show on the radio station? Carmen the Good Kid. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. I like that. Put the lotion in the basket, big fella. Put the yeah, lotion right. in the basket. Sylvie so thinks uh, do you have that's it? odd do you that the, the Buffalo Go it, guy? But no, I think it's apropos. I think it's, a, 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 Tyler, it's on brand. Think it's on Tyler's brand. got it. Listen, listen <laughs> tell me if you, if you recognize his voice, Carmen. Do you? Bill in Gray's Lake here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Billy? I want to roll with it. Billy. Hello. It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. Hey, uh, great to talk with you guys. I'm honored that you uh, I know to talk to such experts. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. I feel like I've gotten more information out of that than I have in a long time. It's a great call. Listening for weeks, you know, months on this stuff. It places the lotion in the basket. They do a ledger board where you got your pros on one side, cons on the other. It almost comes down like... 50-50 from what we're hearing and whether to uh, you know, stay with Justin and move on. What the f*** is in the basket? <laughs> like the beginning. So, Miller, me, Sylvia and I didn't know how to respond right away. Like, we were both like, well, Miller comes right out and goes, that's Buffalo Bill. <laughs> that in the basket. Amazing. How about the, how about the beginning of the call, too? Not, you know, Did you hear? I, he, I think he was talking to somebody in the hall. <laughs> he might have. Sounded a little like Bigfoot, too, didn't it? I have Buffalo Bill to me sounds a little like Bigfoot from the Howard Stern show. But he had a little Bigfoot in him. <laughs> he, was a, he, was, I do. He, said he was a good call. He was a good call. Right, he's like, that was the best interview I've heard in a long time. 
He goes, I got to say, awesome. like the part we clipped out, he said, I got to say, uh, my favorite show is Carmen and Yurko. Atta boy, Bill. But you guys, you guys are number two. Atta and I boy, said, Bill. we are definitely number yeah, two. We're always number two. Of course we're his favorite show. Of course. He's smart yeah. man. Atta boy, Bill. I love it. You guys can all get together. I know, and what's his name? Bill. Twenty foot. Well. Oh, his name was Bill. 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 It was Bill. Bill and Gracelake. Really yes, he was Bill and Gracelake. Boy, Silence of the Lambs is still so great. Oh, one of the it best is movies. So great. Did you see? She's in uh, the new True Detective. I haven't watched it yet. I Jody watched Foster. It. Is it good? Jody Foster. I watched it, the first forty minutes. It's it's and a had to go to it's, sleep. It's very True Detective ish. It? It, it's very yeah. odd. It like, is odd. The, yeah. sci-fi angle to this one. Is that um, right? Or do, it kind of feels like they may go in that direction a little bit, that, but I'm not yeah. sure yet. I'm not convinced of it's that. It's kind of what it felt like watching the previews. Like yeah. we got a little like X Files almost to it or something. You know. Well, the whole show. Is in like at in night Alaska. because it's in, it's in Alaska and it's the time of the year where the sun like doesn't come out. Sunset, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like November. So it's early. Can December. you imagine living no. in an environment where the sun no. never came out? No, you get six weeks in the spring and summer where, where it doesn't, doesn't go down. Right. But I couldn't do no, it. No, I couldn't either. I honestly, I think I there's places, aren't there, in the like the UP of Michigan where it doesn't get it doesn't get dark until like midnight. Oh, like in you summer? Can, yeah, you can go play uh, golf until like 11 o'clock at night. Something. You get yeah. all the way. I don't know about midnight, but I bet you 10, 10, 30 in yeah. the UP. Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. I bet you. Like if you're in, I've been in Ireland in the summer and you've got light out on the horizon till 10, 30. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. You long what ass. Were you doing it's, what were you doing in Ireland? Uh, I was in Ireland once with the, I've been in Ireland twice, actually. One time wasn't the, one the time show. Was with Yurko and Harry, and then other time I was there with my dad. Uh, that's nice. how I fell in love with. What do you mean? What are you yeah. doing? You know? What do you like? Yeah. Figure maybe he'd be in, you know, Tuscany. I've been to Tuscany too, yeah. but oh, like uh, an Italian can't go yeah, to Ireland. Go, I love well, Ireland. It's actually a great like, you uh, can, Ireland, but I, I mean, if you're going to go overseas, we went I mean, to Dublin maybe together, didn't we? We did. I said St. Stephen's Green. Yeah. We had a ball out there. Uh, Ireland is actually a, a fabulous place to visit. You speak, we got yeah. looped up. You speak the language mostly. Sometimes it's hard to understand we, what they're saying. We had saying, a blast but. there. We played Army there in the very first oh, Emerald you? Isle Classic. Beautiful. We were hammered for five straight days. I, I yeah. bet you were. You were playing. We were hammered for five days. And Dublin's from Boston, still a college. Town. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you. Oh, yeah. And we did all kinds Dublin? of tours. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. As well, you should. Great. It's great. Awesome. We went to Church Bar. Remember we did Church Bar? Awesome. Church Bar is awesome. Absolutely. Great. We did a show there. That's right. From Church Bar, uh, Trinity. Uh, what, what's the People old? People buried in the basement. We're sitting in Fantastic. there. Fantastic. Good stuff. Yeah. I want to go back. I want to go to London for the Bears game. I really do. I, I haven't been I, to Europe I know. in quite some I've time. I've never been to London, period. That's another fun time. London's a good very town. fun time. It's a good town. Very good. It's You'll crowded. Like it. I mean, it's very like, crowded. You think we're crowded. Right. It's like going to New York. Sure. I mean, it Traffic's is. bad. Small. Traffic's bad. It's No, it's not small. I the mean, city's not? No. Well, like the greater London area might be like the technical, like, Downtown area, but yeah, the, it's gotta, a sprawling. Yeah, you got to mind the gap. You got to mind the gap there. But it's it's a lot of people. It's crowded, but the it's un- a good the town. underground guys. The underground. Yeah, their their subways efficient. Like I've been on their subway. It's very efficient. It's good. Fun place. And the food's not nearly as bad as everybody makes it. Everyone out to be. says that, right? Not nearly as bad. The spotted dick, right? Isn't Excuse that me? what they talk about? I don't know oh, about that. That sounds betcha. like a video you might have been watching last night. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, you betcha. I never heard of that one. No, but I wouldn't Google that. You may lose your Carmi nomination. Let me see here. Yeah, congrats on the Carmi nod. Yeah, nice Thank job. Carmi nominated within the company is the How most unselfish that? teammate. I love that. Very well done. It, let me see. Let's spot. Yeah, I don't the know what that what? is. Spotted. The most what? I think I learned this through Meller. I've never heard this. Spotted dick is a traditional British steamed pudding. You can have it. Historically made with, what is this? 
Suey? Suey, yeah, and dry. I don't know. And dried fruit. fruit. Currants or raisins. Often served with custard. I bet. I bet it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just a little dollop of yeah, custard. I wouldn't, listen, I, I wouldn't <laughs> go Lord. into just any random uh, restaurant over there and ask for it. I just That's wouldn't. right. No, but the food I, uh, in general is not nearly as bad as people make it out to be. That's all I'm saying. It definitely isn't. Like, you I find, enjoy the... Plenty uh, of good pub food. Just walking in in, in, in a getting newspaper, a, getting the fish and chips. Yeah. Just that was get, fine. Just getting a pint and some fish and chips. They, they love their malt vinegar out there, too. Boy, I yeah. tell you. It's great. They got a bottle of that everywhere. Just What's the alcohol content of uh, their booze over there, like a beer? I don't know. Probably, same, same as here. Probably like a high six? IPA would be yeah. here, maybe. Like a six? I don't think they make like IPA. So I'm not going to be make... able to knock down ten pints without falling off my uh, bar stool? Probably not. You okay. knock down ten, you might be, you know. Okay. You, you might be damaged. You might be in trouble. Well, we might da- be carrying you, mean, you out of you a mean London more pub. damaged. I don't know. Well, more damaged. But I'm going to angle for that trip for sure. And even if it doesn't happen here, I might just go. F it. Just, just on your own. Let's just go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go to London. Yeah, I mean, Bears. Nothing wrong with that. Like, I may do that too. Like, if yeah. they don't send us as a show to just say, look, well, like in Kansas City, we just went as a yeah, family and I right. did the pregame there. Yeah. So I, I like, I may just go and, and say, hey, look, I got to do the pregame anyway. Yeah. I'll do it from uh, the Joniak Thayer booth. Look at who's outside, yeah. by the way. Connor McKnight, the yeah. one and only one. I, I, when are we getting uh, information about the, uh, I don't know. the White Sox booth? I would hope. Mr. Yes, Knight. that's why that's right. Slide, slide, right slide, in. slide right in. Right after we find out what happened in left field. Hopefully. And we find out where the new stadium is. No, I think be. we're going to get the booth information first. I would think so. I think way before. You're never going to get the other information. Sylvie what do you make of the new 20, uh, 20 years ago, Sylvie and I talked about that. That, that That's what they should have done. Land. Now they're going to go to the yes. South Loop? Oh, yeah. You know who? You know who? The first person who I ever heard say that was Mariotti, believe it or not. Really? Mariotti always talked said that the, they should have built, like, you, you know where that jewel was built? Or was uh, it a Dominic's or a jewel? I couldn't remember. One of those, well, I forget where it is, right there, uh, it's just like, south of Roosevelt and Canal, it's right? A, it's Canal and Roosevelt. Canal yeah. and Roosevelt. Yep. And that whole shopping district there, right off the it, railroad tracks. And this is just a little, it's a little, Clark is a little further east of this. Correct. They uh, built the Home Depot there. Right. They built yes. the Dominic's. Uh, the whole shop yeah. and Manny's is not far, a little yes. further uh, north. Yes. Uh, but like that whole sprawling South Loop area, this is and then like that's that's awesome. Like you could, you can walk from the Loop. All the people work in the Loop, the financial district. You can walk to a, yeah. a Sox game on a nice summer day. The only thing that sucks now is the timing of this. Is we're going to be paying for a Bear Stadium and a Sox Stadium. You know they're going to come hat in hand, and we're going to have to pay for that. But. Well, I mean, what's the rent going to be for the new side? They're doubling it to two bucks a year. Or what do they pay now? What do they pay the a dollar uh, and a half? Dollar and a half? Isn't dollar, that what they dollar buy? and a quarter? Yeah, isn't it? Isn't that what Jerry's even deal that, is? Even that's too much for, for the stadium like, authority. Nope, whatever it is, yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, they don't. They get they get money back when they don't hit the the the, the, yeah, the right. threshold on the attendance. The threshold on attendance, which they very rarely hit. But right. do you really? But do you? You guys? I mean, like this may be a stupid was it question. Two six or was it like two? I think eight? it's like what two six, it? two point six million. If they, get, no, I think it's under. It's under uh, two. They ain't getting two point six million yeah, yeah, people yeah, that's in right. there. Yeah, you're right. It's it's got, got, I think, I think, I think it's, it's like one two. six or one eight. Maybe that's what. It they is. They haven't got two point six million there in the last yeah, two. That's years. what I mean because I don't think they do two million. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. So, so under whatever it is, they get and they they get money back because we just looked it up recently. Yes, right. They make money when they. That's why they don't have. It's, it's the producers. Uh, like this, this big 
want to to draw people in. Like, there's not a loss for them a, if they don't draw a bunch big of attendance. Yeah. It's the Broadway play. It's, it's the producers, right? You make more with the flop than you do with a hit. Yeah. Isn't that his whole thing? I think so. Right. No numbers in 2020, but 1669 last year, 2 million in 2022. Almost one six in twenty twenty one. One six, one six, one six, one seven, one seven five, one six five. They've been to two million, two million before. So time out. So the city gives them money. The state. The state does. Or it's like free, like free rent. Like they don't pay anything to the Illinois Sports Authority as far as rent when they don't hit a certain mark. Like I don't. Uh, sweetheart I, I, deal. We Jerry looked got it himself, up huh? n- uh, not too long ago. Yeah, two point nine five seven million in two thousand and six. And then he's got the nerve to complain about cord cutting because it. Co- I mean, like, because he can't rob everybody well, blind. Well, again. they're gonna do like, isn't that up to yes the, the, yeah. the NBC? They're gonna do their own deal on stadium, aren't they? I would think like a marquee now, type another deal. thing. I'm gonna have to pay for now. You got that right, Carmen. Stadium. You're not gonna be able to watch anything. Sweet Jesus. Well, yeah. Look, you got to get your Bulls basketball too. Oh, so the Bulls and the Bulls and the Sox will both be on there. Yeah, well, right. I mean, like your 40-40 win team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I got to pay. Now I need another streaming service. You need for another that. job. I'm mean, gonna have to. Are you kidding me? When you add it all up, what, what's your what's your tally on your television probably, requirements? Is it's probably almost as much as it was. Mine's lower I than I it's ever cord. been. Mine's lower than it's. I ever mean, been. it's lower. So, what if, did you cut your the cord as yeah. well? Yeah. Yep. yep. So, what do you then pay for, and how do you get all of your services? I get everything, most of everything through Verizon. Okay. I have YouTube TV, but then I also have you know like net, I have Netflix. Obviously, I have Prime. I've had Netflix I have Apple forever. TV. Yeah, I, it, it wasn't new to me. Netflix right. wasn't new to me. The only thing I paid more for now is the seventy nine ninety nine for uh, YouTube. Yeah, see, I do the same thing. Like it's yeah. eighty bucks a so month. So what do you get YouTube. with if you get YouTube on that deal? I get what all do you my get? local channels. All your local channels. All, yeah. Okay, you get it's all not the a bad deal. No, it's a lot better than what the cable bill was yeah. for sure. I mean, I think it cable still all guy. adds up to being, you know, more than we'd all like to spend, but it's a lot Mine less than what the cable bill was. Mine doesn't. Because I get three of them for free. I get uh, oh. Peacock's the only one. It's like five ninety nine. So I by have, the way, Oppenheimer's coming to Peacock. I know. I know. So like that's worth it right there. That's not just bad. to get I, just to get up. I haven't seen Oppenheimer it's, yet. I saw Oppenheimer at the theater because I'm a social character and it's, I like to. See I, I saw right? it at the theater too. And then you went to Macy's right afterwards. Yeah. I went to everywhere. the department store. Doesn't matter. I went everywhere. Right. I went to the bank. Said hello to my banker. But I, I mean, was gonna, Carm. I was gonna put on the, uh, the 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 Scorsese, the new Scorsese. I haven't done it yet. But then I, but then I saw it was oh. three hours and twenty six right. minutes, and I was about to turn it on at like quarter of nine. No. I was like, I ain't hey, staying up for just this. Make sure you got something that's going to keep you awake. Get a hot pot of coffee. Going. Yeah, <laughs> because you're way too long. You will fall asleep. Three hours and twenty minutes. Can't you, you can't you watch it, it? Like yeah, can't you watch it? Like this, it's it, it's a a three. Part series. Guys, it's the Osage version of Ishtar. <laughs> it is horrifically Ishtar. slow. It is horrifically sad. That bad. It, it horrifically stinks. Did he get any nominations oh, for it? Anything? Did. It, it did. did. I think I think it was mostly well reviewed by critics. I don't think the audiences loved it it's as much. It's too long for a society too long. in 2024. They could have renamed it the Irishman of the Osage. Yeah, it's it's basically the same damn movie. That one was too long, too. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I agree. Scorsese has a tendency to do that. Now, some it doesn't matter, and they move, and they're like, Wolf of Wall Street doesn't feel too long. No. It's a long movie. Oh, it's like I love that thing. Yeah. 
You know, it's a long movie, but it just, it's so All fantastic. of like the Mission Impossible movies are well over two hours as well. Well over two hours. Yeah. But they move. They do. There's a flow to it There's that keeps action. you into it. Yeah. You this know. Osage movie, man, I tell you what. Don't drive a car and try to listen to the story. But I'm Sylvie's right. You. Peacock is going to have it. And I, I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theater. I, uh, uh, and I want to see it again because I thought Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer yeah, yeah, I thought Oppenheimer fantastic. was incredible. It was great. I loved it. I, so I, I want to watch it again. You could have done in. it in probably 20 minutes less. Probably, but, but it's not bad. But it I said it felt like I only was there for 30 minutes. Yeah, That's it doesn't how feel good yeah. the movie was. It's a good story. It doesn't feel arduous. No, it was well told. Great. It was well told. The cinematography, the Trinity test scene is incredible. And, and back to the cable bill, too. Um, have you ever had this conversation with your kids? Because they always bring up to me, hey, what was it like when you were a kid with this? Like, the, yeah. what did you have when you were a kid? So they say to me, like, well, when, how old were you when you got your first cell phone? Because they want, they want to know when they're getting a cell phone. Yeah. I'm like, not till you're in, in junior high or whatever. I don't even know what age I would even grant them that. But, and I said to, like, I had to explain to Braxton. 15. I was 30 before I got my first yeah, cell phone. Because, 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 like, well, what, what do you mean? Well, there were no cell phones when we were kids. And, and, and then I said, we had a house phone. And, and, like, trying to go back to explain to Braxton, a seven-year-old, what a house phone was. And he goes, well, what's a house phone? Show him the beginning of Caddyshack. Connected to the wall. I go, we used to have a phone (laughs) that was connected to the wall where you could only dial out to talk to people. The only function of it was you couldn't see anybody. You got no information from it. (laughs) You would only dial to speak to them. If and that's it. Their minds can't. And like, by the way, can't. when someone called you, you had no clue who was calling you. Like, no, you had no idea this was before caller ID and everything like that. It was like a guessing game. Ooh. And you would literally answer, hello? Because you didn't know who was on the other end of the phone. Yerkovich residence. Can I help you? Yes. Here, explain. And now you won't even answer. I won't answer my phone at I, home. I can't unless believe you have a home phone. I, I still do. I don't, I don't have a home phone. I haven't yeah. had a home do. phone in 20 years. I don't remember the last time anybody called me on it or I picked yeah. it up to answer it. Explain to them, Sylvie, because I've done this with my kids. You want to watch their heads explode. The idea of when we have to drive somewhere and you had to look at a map. Right. Oh, if yeah. you didn't know where you were going... You had to look at a map. And I they, was using map question until like last year. <laughs> even they can't even fathom it. They're like, wait, what? Yeah. And like you'd pull out a map. And when I would, t- I would tell them about when I delivered pizza for Melnati's. And I'd say, you'd ask for the nearest major intersection so you could circle, circle in on the map and then find the street. And watching their faces when you tell them this, they're like, oh, yeah. they can't. They, they can't even begin to process, like, how would you do that? And what do you mean? And how did it's crazy? You mean you didn't have TikTok in your day? Yeah, I used to so travel. tell them about how you used to yeah, look oh, at yeah. a map. You should travel with Rand McNally right next to me. Right. That was. Yeah. You'd have to. Yes. You'd have to have Spunk it in your car. For, yeah. Remember? Well, yeah. Midwestern states, like yeah. seven of them in the yeah. same map. Oh, yes. yeah, wait, wait, we, uh, we were just talking about road trips the other day. And we would get the map when we would drive to Florida. And my dad would would open that thing up. Yeah, he'd sit table, at the kitchen right? table, <laughs> and he would take out the highlighter. Yes. And he would highlight the way that we would go drive to Florida. Explain that to them and watch their heads explode. Yeah. You can't, like, if you're seven, you there's just no way. Like, my kids are, they, they're they like, that can't be. I'm like, oh, it'd be. What time was, when was the first time you were on an airplane? I was 13, I think. First time I, my, I took my, my trip to North Carolina to visit North Carolina was the first wow. time I'd ever been on an airplane. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Freshman yeah. year of college. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. 
Mine was my senior year of high school. Pretty crazy. Same time. Freshman Damn. year of college, went to Kansas. We played the Jayhawks that year. It's wild, man. Now, that's, this right. is a commercial airline because the general could fly. He has right, pilot's right, license. Right, yeah. So you'd get up there in a Cessna uh, sitting in. Oh, yeah. What did you think of sure. that? A I was, did you enjoy I, like, that? I was, well, I was however old I was at that. I would never get in a plane you with my no dad now. when you're a kid. None. You're like, whatever. My dad's None. taking me in the plane. Yes. Like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't get near that right oh, now. I, would, I don't know that I would. Four-seater Piper Cup. Uh, all right, we're done being old. What do you guys have on the no, show? No, we're not. We're just getting started yeah, being what old. Yeah, you guys get warmed up? We're, uh, we're going to give you the list now of all the current names that the Bears have interviewed that yeah, we know of. The Kingsbury one's interesting. And, and the Kingsbury name is probably the biggest. And and what do you think of this? And what we're going to talk about Okay. What the direction that Ryan Poles is taking this. Because, and I think Yurko said this, is that this is probably a Poles... Poles is almost doing this like it's a head coaching yes. search this is a for, the, for the offense. Like head coach of the offense. Yeah. It does feel that way. Oh, there's no doubt. They're casting a pre You're not going to let Matty Rafloos have, you know, be the guy that hires the next offensive coordinator. Yeah. He, I mean, I'm not going to say they're going to make him. He's got a vibe with him, though, yes, doesn't he? Yes. He's not, they're not going to make him sit in another room, but yeah. like this is, at the end of the day, whose voice is going to be the loudest voice? Right. Where does he buy I a house? Is. He's got to have a nice house. Kingsbury? Cliff, King, Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Somewhere up in Lake Forest. I mean, sure. you know, beautiful home. Remember that house oh, that he had? Wow. And You're not going to get that here. This well, is this what I'm saying. Listen, I think that Nagy's house is still available up oh, there in Lake Forest. Oh, Jordan's, Jordan's house is still available. Yeah. Well, he's not going to buy it. Well, no, they sold that for That's, seven nine. It's I, gone. I, Jordan's home? Yeah. Did oh, they, they sold when? that big seven nine? So when? No, they really no. came down to seven nine. I, so, I didn't know. It that. was originally that like must have happened in the last month or so. Maybe I don't know. I, don't, I didn't know that. Maybe I, I went to Harbaugh to buy it. Ah, that was my dream. Maggie's house was up for sale up in Lake Bluff for a long time. Does I don't it know still have sold all it. the play sheets up there? Be that I don't know, but oh. they had an indoor basketball court. Don't you remember that where, where they showed it and he had as wallpaper? I think that's down now. Yeah. All right, boys, you have a good show. Yeah, right? We're, good we're show. keeping it here. You guys keep it here. We'll see you don't tomorrow. Waddle and Sylvia are up uh, right now. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Johnny, good luck with the rest of your fast. Thank you. Yeah, that is incredible. I, yeah, it really is. I don't. Th- I don't know if I could do it. I would like to try. It's kind of making me feel like bad about myself that I've never even contemplated it. People, I've seen Dana Probably White talk it? about it. Uh, I've seen other people talk about it that they reset their body. I could 80 use that. some hours. It's not that I could use a lot of weight loss. I, but I could use a reset with the gut and everything. Yeah, you can. That's probably what I need to do. For sure. To get that wine belly oh, down. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not going to change. Trim but I'm talking down. about the inside. The inside of it. How it's functioning. Yeah, maybe it would uh, help it your... May. Uh, it may. Maybe. Your GI tract. Yes. My GI Joe tract. <laughs> All right. So here are the... the if you want to weigh in. And I'm, I want to play you some Brock Heward, too. For those who missed it. I think it was a big surprise for us. And I think it was a big surprise for a lot of our, our fans uh, when they listened to the Brock Heward interview. Brock Heward played uh, uh, in the league. He is a commentator for Fox uh, for college football, and he has done six USC games with Caleb Williams. His brother, Luke Heward, is the wide receivers coach Did not know for USC. That. We didn't, didn't know, know it going in. Like, people were saying, oh, you're putting Brock Heward on. Because he likes Caleb Williams. And then they were surprised to hear his take on what he thought the Bears should do. 
play that here in a minute. Do they really? Oh, that was Renetta that said that. Right? Yeah, but but a lot of people think that way. Well, a lot of people just, all think like, uh, look, I, I, all I care about is the Bears. We've we've said this from the start. Get get it right. Mm-hmm. I like if it's number one. If it's if it's JF one. JF1 coming into his own in his fourth year, and you get a bunch of stuff for the number one pick, get it and right. everything get all it of right. a sudden clicks. I'm a Bears fan. Let's do it. And if 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 you get a high draft pick for JF1, and it's Caleb Williams running the show, and you you spend the first overall pick on him, and the Bears then explode that way. So is, if, if, he's J, if Justin's JF1, is DJ DJ2? I don't know. Is, is, and is, well, he's got, is Justin, Tevin Jenkins TJ76? It's also, he's also him with a one instead of the I. You when know that, that too. No, I, oh, I know. I, when did that become a thing? Is that new? Was that this last Which year, one? maybe? The him thing? Yeah, la- last that year. That was last I year. I know obviously shirts made, like the him yeah. t shirt. They probably made it's it because cool I have never heard, like, there are plenty of quarterbacks, I think, over the course of time that have worn the number one, but I'd never until I was referencing Justin had I seen the him. H, the number one M. Was he the was first attached. athlete to get that, or was that ripped off of. Another player who is number one. He's the first guy I've ever seen it associated with for me personally. I've never seen it with anybody else. But that doesn't mean I love it a good happened. nickname. I, like, like, I'm all for a good nickname. Uh, I just, like, he, he wasn't, like, I always joked that you called him him, but it was always... His fault, his fault, his fault, his fault, and his fault. You know what I mean? If he's truly him, it, it can't always just be his fault, his fault, his fault, his fault, his fault, and not him's fault. That's You that, know what you, I mean? I like, do know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do you know. know. But he's yeah. him. Yes. He's him. Yes. But it's never his fault. That is correct. Because it's everybody else's that's fault. That's right. That's that's TJ seventy six. Yeah, couldn't he. couldn't pick up his block. Yeah, like again, that's I'm not tab seventy six. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, th- and this is going to be a wild three months. Here are the candidates that we know of, and these are the three latest from today that we that have been reported. The latest is Cliff Kingsbury, and this is the one that will probably get the most emotion out of people, yeah. and he's probably the most well known. Because of his track record. Cliff Kingsbury currently is the USC senior offensive analyst and Caleb Williams quarterbacks coach. Um, Before that, he was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, where he developed Kyler Murray. Um, He also was the head coach for Patrick Mahomes. So he's got a resume of bringing along quarterbacks. He had quite a resume as well as a player. Do you realize in his senior year at Texas Tech, he threw for 5,000 yards? I, I enjoyed what. Who is his wide receiver? Wasn't it a player who played on the 49ers? Crabtree? He, Michael what? Crabtree? Yes, yes. It was Crabtree, Chuck wasn't Lang it? From the cheap seats. I, I, well remember, I remember watching that game that I think kind of cemented at least Crabtree's legacy against Texas. He scored with like five seconds. 14 games in uh, 2002 as a quarterback for Texas Tech. He threw for 5,000 yards and 45 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. So he had quite the college career. I enjoyed watching them play. Yeah, I remember Michael Crabtree like being just a super stud in college as a wide receiver. 
And then yeah, he had a, he had some decent some decent numbers in in, in college. Well, did he have a, a a decent run in the NFL or was he a bust in the he, NFL? I don't he, who? think I don't think Crabtree he had Crabtree with a 49ers. Oh, yeah, 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 he was yeah. good yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Crabtree, I, I, I mixed it up. I think Kingsbury. he was he was after. No, not, he was a few years later. I, I think Graham Howell is that oh, possibly Graham Harrell. Yeah. Graham Harrell. Oh, so yeah. Crabtree did not play with Kingsbury. No, if it was 2002, Crabtree was more okay. like 2009. 2009. Okay. All right, Charlie, now you've completely confused yeah, me, yeah, which is yeah. easy thought, to do. So they so, weren't playing together. Yeah, uh, but anyway, he is he is probably the one candidate on this list that is going to catch most people's attention. He and Greg Roman, probably, but Kingsbury, and then you know as everyone connects the dots, well, if you bring Greg Olson in, or Greg Roman in, rather, that's going to be because you want to get his intel on Justin and potentially if you go forward with Justin, this is the type of OC you'd want. Same kind of story with Cliff Kingsbury with regard to the potential for drafting Caleb Williams. The thing that I brought up, though, too, in the meeting about Kingsbury, tell me why he wouldn't be someone who could also coach Justin Fields. D- doesn't, doesn't Kyler Murray have the same sort of skill set that Justin has? A very mobile quarterback who I think could throw more of an run, dual I, threat quarterback. I think there's, there was more of an emphasis on passing with Arizona, but I mean, yeah, there's an element to moving around for sure that he would he would bring. All right, so here's the list: Cliff Kingsbury, and more more on this in a moment. Uh, I gave you his uh, his track record. Zach Robinson, uh, another interesting name because he is off this tree. Of quarterback coach for the Rams, right from from the uh, L.A. Rams, um, and I have a comment about the tree in a minute here. Um, Marcus Brady, Marcus Brady uh, was with Eberflus in Indianapolis when Eberflus was there. He was basically the the quarterbacks coach and and, and a lower level offensive coach, and then once Sirianni left for Philadelphia, and Eberflus was already here. He was the offensive coordinator for the Colts um, uh, in, in the last year that um, what's-his-name was the head coach in Indy. Frank Reich. Frank Reich. And then Marcus Brady this year was the Eagles' senior offensive assistant. Sirianni brought him back with him to Philadelphia. He, he was one of the later uh, interviews. Thomas Brown is a young, up-and-coming offensive coordinator with the Panthers. A lot of people give you bitter beer face because of what happened with the Panthers this year. He didn't call plays all year. They went back and forth with Reich and with him. But I believe he's off that same tree that everyone's talking about, isn't he? A lot of branches on that tree. Well, that, that's the problem. Like, it's a good tree, but there's also the low-hanging fruit off that tree. Like Matt Nagy's off of the uh, Andy Reid tree. Andy Reid tree, and like there's not great fruit off of every branch of the tree. You know how your tree, though, there's like some branches that are more hardy than others, and then there's kind of like the straggler branch. Not all branches are made alike. The, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or just like um, uh, the relatives. You know what I mean? Like you can get the distant cousin from. From the family tree, you 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 know how many like how many people are of the really good close relatives to Sean McVay and Shanahan? You know how distant of a 
person is this? So are we talking about Cousin Eddie or are we talking so, about, you know, somebody that's a little bit more put together than Cousin Eddie? Thomas Brown. And I'm not saying Thomas Brown is a bad one. I'm just saying, you know, all these guys off of that tree, who's the good ones and who's not. But yeah. go give us more information on Thomas Brown. I do believe he's still very highly regarded, though. Yes, he's he's interviewing for some head coaching jobs like he interviewed for the titans head spot today uh, but he was been with the rams for three years and was the assistant head coach for two was a running backs coach and a tight ends coach yeah and i want to say like espn in a ranking of best young offensive coordinators and i believe he was on there but him and reich went back and forth about who called the plays greg roman uh waddle mentioned greg roman of course a coach for both harbaugh brothers as far as an offensive coordinator, he was uh, the coordinator for Alex Smith. He was the coordinator for Kaepernick. He was the coordinator in Lamar uh, Jackson's first MVP season. Uh, he was at one time a very hot head coaching candidate, but then resigned a year ago with Baltimore and sat this year out um, from the NFL. Greg Olson has been around the block a while. It's not our Greg Olson who is the tight end. But a guy who's been in the NFL for a while this year, he was the Seahawks quarterback. Did you coach. know he was also the Bears quarterbacks coach yes. in 2003? I did not know that. Yes, yes, yes. One year. Was it? Was that uh, Dick Duran or was that the first year of Lovey? 2003. I think 2000, sure. last year of Dick Duran, I believe. Okay. Um, uh, speaking of the Seahawks, Shane Waldron, I believe, was the first guy that they requested. He had called plays. For the Seahawks for three years, uh, the last year of Russell Wilson and the the last two then here uh, with Geno Smith. And um, now that Pete Carroll's out, Shane Waldron's been given permission to talk to other teams. Clint Kubiak is the 49ers passing game coordinator, another Shanahan guy. He did call plays for the Minnesota Vikings. He comes from good stock. Yeah, Gary Kubiak is his dad. Isn't, yeah, isn't, isn't Gary Kubiak a Mike Shanahan guy? Yes. Yes, so that's how they, they know each other, the Shanahans and the Kubiaks. Exactly. They're family friends. Um, and uh, Liam Cohn uh, is also a candidate, University of Kentucky offensive coordinator and quarterback. I don't know much about him. Neither do I. Listen, I like the list being long. I like the long list. It means you're bringing more people in and getting more information about people. I think nobody is going to give you as good a kind of a, a background check and a, hey, who is this guy and what's he all about with regard to Caleb Williams. No one's better probably than Cliff Kingsbury. So having him in your building is whether or not he ends up being your offensive coordinator or not, or you decide to go in a different direction in the inf- information gathering process, it's great to have him in your building. Like we're, we're efforting a couple of guys in Arizona. How is Cliff Kingsbury viewed as an offensive coordinator? I know he's not viewed well as a head coach because I know he's been hired as a head coach because his offenses are highly regarded. And like that, to me on the, on paper, it, like this, this may not be a bad idea where if Matt Eberflus is your head coach and sort of, you know, the, the CEO of the team and he's calling his own defense. Um, and then you've got, Cliff Kingsbury is the head coach of the offense in charge of developing the offense and in charge of either fixing Justin or developing the young quarterback. Are you a believer in that? Uh, I think it can be done. Yeah, that style, whether or not he's the guy 
But, yeah, I think that whoever – first of all, I think a couple of things. I think the general manager is going to have the loudest voice in the room with regard to who they hire. I'm not suggesting they're going to send Matt Eberflus on vacation when this takes place. But I think that Ryan Poles is going to have the loudest – just my opinion – going to have the loudest voice in the room. Uh, and I believe that guy is going to be given basically – he's going to be – he's not going to be on par with the head coach – but, he, yeah, he's going to be looked at as basically the head coach of the offense. And, like, would Eberflus be given – if Eberflus wants a run on, a, on an important play, would Eberflus be given that he's the head coach, but he doesn't know much about offense? Would he be given that authority? Like, whoever the offensive – if you're looking at it as this guy being brought in is given – the the title, so to speak, of head coach offense. Well, strategically, the head coach is going to have final voice on game day. Uh, in, in most in yeah. most cases, yeah. but this seems to be a little bit of a difference. Well, if you're sitting on, you're opening up the season against Green Bay at home, and Matt Eberflus wants you to run the ball on third and whatever, he's going to get into the headset. If it's something he feels strongly about, my guess is is he's going to let this guy do what he feels is best. But if Matt has a strong feeling, he's still the head coach, and what he says goes. So he's going to get in the headset and say, hey, I want to run the ball right now. And then whoever the coach is is going to dial up his best run play. That's the way it's got to work. You understand my question, though. If if you're letting your general manager hire the guy and not the head coach, yes. and if you're sort of making it head coach of the offense, yes. I do understand your question. So yeah, I still say that the head that, coach, that, that it's the head coach that is still going to have the final say on what we're going to do with the play. It and would, if the offensive coordinator doesn't want to do it, then you're going to have an issue. It would be like going for it would be a, yes. directly an, an evil. That's not decision. going to be an offensive coordinator's decision. They'll talk about it. But at the end of the day, your head coach is going to have final say on all of that stuff. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. What do you think of these names? And I want to know from Waddle: Does this, like, uh, like a lot of people believe, uh, is this just information seeking on Caleb Williams? Does this mean that they're leaning towards Caleb Williams, or or can Cliff Kingsbury be a guy who could fix Justin Fields too? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Today we've got Lewis Riddick on the show. Yeah. Very, very uh, passionate guy, and uh, he right away identified it wasn't working between Justin Fields and Luke Getze. He, he, made, he made that known on our show a couple of months ago. So I want to know what he thinks about which quarterback. I want to play you Brock Heward coming up. Uh, Brock Heward thinks uh, that the Bears, surprisingly, should not take Caleb Williams. I want to play that for you. Uh, coming up, and I want to take all of your phone calls. We are guest-free until 5 o'clock, though we are efforting people who do know a thing or two about Cliff Kingsbury. He's the biggest name out there, but are they just doing their due diligence and may, maybe he's not the best fit? What do you think? Three three two three seven seven six. can listen to us on ESPN 1000, 100.3 HD2. You can also download that ESPN Chicago app if you want to watch us. We're all dressed today. We're going out after the show, by the way. Uh, getting a good dinner at Chicago Cut. You can watch us on Twitch. It's twitch.tv. And our station is ESPN 1000 Chicago. And, of course, you got to subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's YouTube. Uh, live, and then our channel is ESPN Chicago.
commuting in Chicago. If you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. Here we go, yo. All right, we're telling you what the scenario is. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, one of the uh, bigger names to interview for the Bears OC job, former Cardinals head coach. Zach Robinson also interviewed today. He's uh, a Rams guy, McVay guy, passing game coordinator. Mark Brady also off the Eagles staff. He was with uh, the Colts as well when Eberflus was there. And then I mentioned Thomas Brown, Greg Roman, Greg Olson, Liam Cohn, and Cliff, uh, Clint Kubiak, and Shane Waldron. Someone wanted to know, too, um, what was uh, the former uh, Byron Leftwich? Would you be interested in Byron Leftwich? He was what wasn't he fired from uh, Tampa a he year was the, ago? Yeah, he was the OC of Tampa. That Tampa's got a new young offensive coordinator whose name's escaping me. Now. And he's a head coaching candidate. Yeah. Yes, very good. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, I, I, the other name I haven't heard is is uh, is is um, Eric Bieniemy. Like yeah. I haven't heard that name either. Would would he be last because they know the most about him already? Could if, be if they are interested. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know how the process. I'm just glad that it looks like Ryan Poles is is doing his due diligence and is speaking to as many people as possible. Charlie is in Arlington Heights. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Charlie? Hey guys, how you doing? Hopefully you're staying warm. I was wondering. Uh, it's nice out. It's balmy ahead. out now, Charlie. It's 25 degrees. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if the Bears do end up going with Kingsbury. Do you think that solidifies them taking Caleb Williams, or what are your thoughts? I don't I like I. I don't know. I mean, Sylvie makes a good point. Like he was in Arizona as the head coach, running their offense with a dual threat quarterback. Uh, they were much more willing to throw it. Like they were throwing it forty times a game than than we are here. But um, I don't know that you could connect those dots one way or the other. I think you know. I mean, obviously, he's familiar with Caleb Williams, but he would roll him out. Yeah, know? like I would oh, think yeah. he'd I would, use his ability. I would think he'd be creative yeah. with him. Yeah, no doubt. Like I, I don't think just because he's with Caleb Williams for a year that this is a Caleb Williams play. I also think like I, we 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 said a lot in the meeting. Well, look, they're probably getting a lot of info on Caleb Williams, but you you would also talk to him and. Uh, to the entire USC staff during the draft process about Caleb Williams. For sure. So, like, it, it, this is not your only time that you would get a chance to talk to Cliff Kingsbury about Caleb Williams as his quarterback's coach. Yeah, I'm sure that they're serious about interviewing him and asking him what he would do and how he would go about doing it. I'm trying to figure out, it, like... Connections-wise, I don't see him coming from, like, anybody's tree, so to speak. I know he played at Texas Tech, went back and coached at Texas Tech. He coached with the Cardinals, obviously, was head coach there from 19 to 22. And then, obviously, as you said, was a senior he's offensive off the, assistant. He's off the handsome tree. Do you know, do you, like, I always got the, uh, did you fall off the tree and got, get hit with the ugly branch or the ugly stick? That's what people used to say to me. Wasn't that a thing? Did you get uh, there, with has, the, there has been conversation in the past about, uh, yeah, the ugly stick, whether yeah, or not like somebody I, was was hit with an ugly stick. He came off of the opposite tree that I came off of. He's a handsome lad. 
He's you know got good good presence too at six three and two and a quarter. As a quarterback should. Yeah, he's got. Uh, well, not all of them are, including the one that you're looking at. It probably six one coming out of USC. Right, right. He's a little um, smaller, but he's got a good beard. He's got a good head of hair. I uh, got a good house. Um, I'm sure he's got a good one in L.A. Too. Probably got an excellent one in L.A. So I, yeah, I don't like. I don't know a ton about him other than. It really felt like whatever he had going on in Arizona at the end just completely disintegrated. We have a caller from Arizona. I want to take his call coming up. All your calls I want to get to. I want to play Brock Heward. Um, he, and we'll do that next. Um, some, if you missed our Brock Heward in, uh, conversation, Brock does college football for Fox. He's based in Seattle. He believes sticking with Justin is the best course of action for the Bears. So that was very interesting and surprising, quite frankly. Uh, we did not think we would get that, but that's why we talk to people to get the, their thoughts. 312 332 3776. It's all coming up next.